Hello and welcome to all my friends and family and the curious people from Chicago and all other areas around Chicago and all other areas around the cities that I've that I know people. Thanks for checking in and checking out my podcast, Southside Stories. My name is Jess Walker, and again, thanks for listening. Now, if you're from Chicago and you knew me during the 50s, 60s, and 70s, or maybe you're one of my very close friends now, you probably know me as Bozy. Interesting nickname, yeah. I'll address that topic at some point in another podcast. But today, January the 8th, my podcast is setting out on its maiden voyage, headed out on the oceans of tomorrow, hoping to drop its anchor somewhere in the city. And by the way, it's also my 71st birthday. Hallelujah. I'm very thankful, thankful, happy, and grateful to be able to say that I am 71 years old and I'm and I'm healthy. Praise God. So to help you understand me better, know that I am not a social media guru and that I love positive interactions with people. And what better way to control the narrative than by hosting my own podcast? So then, what can you expect from my podcast? So glad you asked. Well, being that I am from Chicago and I write stories about my experiences growing up in the city, my stories are definitely humor-based. We did so many crazy things and we got away with so much nonsense. Growing up in the city, I can't help but laugh. Hopefully, you'll be able to relate to some of my experiences. My lady thought it was a good idea if I share some of these stories with you by, by the way of a podcast. Honestly, after a lot of convincing on her, her part, I mean a lot. I've agreed, and here we go. When I think about my early days in Chicago, I think about seeing some things for the very first time. For instance, the 1950 Studebaker automobile, that was the ugliest car ever. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Then that was the first time I rode the L and the subway train. That was awesome, especially when it went from the elevated stops to the subway stops. Always my favorite ride. But my focus, though, tonight, as I recall those early days in the city, I think about my family, particularly my mother. She was such a wise woman. I thought she was the smartest woman, smartest woman alive. She had to have a PhD in child psychology from the University of the School of Life. Her knowledge of me particularly was remarkable. Surely she read and memorized the owner's manual, operation manual on, on my year and model because she had me down to a T. Check it out. We lived on the south side of Chicago on the fourth floor of the Dearborn Home Projects on 24th and State Street. Why I remember that that apartment number or the address was because one evening it almost seemed as if it was haunting me. Apartment 405, 405. I must have been about three or four years old. It was a Saturday evening and my sister and I were 
in a disagreement over a tele- television show. I wanted to re- watch Roy Rogers and Trigger, and, and she wanted to watch some movie. So I turned the channel to Roy Rogers' show. Instantly, she called out to my mother, who was in the adjoining kitchen part of the room cooking dinner. It was about six o'clock, and let me tell you, the house was smelling good, and I was looking forward to dinner. Okay, my mom asked, what's the problem? Pat, my sister, told her that I wasn't sharing the TV. Mom asked, well, who picked the last show? Pat said, he did, but it was a setup. I only picked that show because there wasn't anything on that she wanted to see, so she let me pick. So I picked, but I still wanted to see Roy Rogers. My mother ruled in favor of my sister. She got to watch that movie that she wanted to see. And I had to share by watching. I got angry. I didn't like her decision. I didn't want to, I wasn't going to be able to see Roy Rogers. I got up, went to the room that I shared with my sister, packed some clothes in a bag, and I was headed out toward the front door. They had better stop me because I was serious. I wanted to see my show or I was out. I stopped by the kitchen when my mom was still cooking dinner. I wanted to give her time to change her mind and allow me to watch Roy Rogers. But she was very cool. She asked me, what are you doing? I explained to her that if I couldn't watch Roy Rogers, I just had to go. She said, really? I said, yes. Then she She went psychological on me. She came up with some heavy psychological questions, questions that I wasn't prepared to answer, but I had to answer them. She asked me, you got everything you need? I thought about it. Then I slowly replied, yes. She said, okay then. Will we be seeing you around? She asked. Yeah, I guess, I replied. She said, well, okay then. Bye. Then I walked slowly to the door, struggled to turn the knob, struggled to pull it open, Then I walked beyond the threshold of the door into the hallway. The door slammed behind me. Bloom! The emptiness of the hallway created an echo. And I was alone. Now I'm thinking, where am I supposed to go? The hallway was huge. Not even... Not even one person. I'd seen this hallway so many times before and it was never empty. It was empty tonight. And it was large and it was huge. I hadn't, I knew no one. I didn't 
have anywhere to go. I was hungry. I didn't have a plan. And I can smell the aroma of mama's cooking in the hallway. Then I turned around and looked at this monstrous door behind me, screaming, 405, 405, 405. And I'm thinking, 405? That's the only apartment number in the building that meant anything to me, and now I'm leaving it. I'm hungry. I knew I needed to stop thinking about food, but I really, really wanted to see Roy Rogers, but that was off the table now. But dinner was still on the table. It was still a possibility. So what was I supposed to do? I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what to do. I was hungry. So I walked up to the door, knocked a couple of times, but no one answered. I knocked again, this time harder. Finally, my mother answered, Who is it? It's me, Mama, Bozy. Can I, can I come back in? Sure you can, she answered. Are you willing to share the TV? She asked. Yes, ma'am, I relented. Then she, she opened the door, and the rush of the aromas from the food she was cooking hit my nostrils, and I just flew into the house. She told me to put my clothes away, wash my hands. Dinner was ready. We met at the table. We ate. And we laughed. And we laughed. And we laughed. After dinner, we laughed. And we laughed at me all night. From the time we ate to the time we went to bed, we laughed. Now, I said she was smart, but did she have the book on me? Down to the last T in butt. I say she did. So, that's my maiden voice story tonight. That's my maiden podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. I did. It was fun reminiscing. So, until the next time, peace and love.